experience forever ever ladies and gentlemen please welcome your mix master dj professor lee professor lee hey what's DJ up everybody over professor there on the app lee yeah is officially he's in officially the in, the in the building i've been in the building for a little while but um yeah we forgot to hit one of the buttons there so we are here right here on the ttt radio network so we are glad that you are here and we've been rocking and rolling man we've been doing some streaming to both facebook and the radio station so i was just hanging out with them a little bit getting them all prepped and all primed and everything yeah we meant to do it this way we figured you wouldn't mind if the show started like <laughs> you know like 15 minutes late we knew that you'd be okay with that but um you know yeah right right so anyways, yeah, we were just talking about what's shaking and baking as far as the weather was concerned. So we did talk a little bit about the weather. Had great weather here in North Carolina. Just a real quick cap there. Got up to about 80 degrees here today. Um, yeah, nice nice fall weather. Nice fall weather, just like it is up in Connecticut. So um, yeah. And um, <laughs> so I'm glad you're tuning in. I'm glad you made it. I see Ken is listening. I see DJ, <laughs> DJ JK is listening. Hey, Janet Hopper's listening. What's up, Janet? Oh, man, we got a lot of a lot of my favorite people are actually listening in. So what's up, Barbara? Is that Ken and Barbara? So glad you guys are tuning in right here to the TTT Radio Network. Got a lot planned for you tonight. I was trying to do something a little bit different tonight. I was trying to stream to both Facebook and to the radio, and I was doing some testing earlier in the studio, and I forgot to hit one button, so we didn't actually go onto the app until just a couple of minutes ago. So anyways, we'll catch you up really quickly. 7.30, we have uh, our trivia coming up, so if you can hang around till then, that'll be a lot of fun. You can get the trivia questions right on the internet there, so go ahead and do that. You can also, um, we're going to talk about what's hap what happened on this day in history. We're also going to talk about wild, crazy facts. We're going to talk about myths about sleep. Should you get enough sleep? How much sleep do you need? We're going to talk about all of that good stuff right here on the TTT Radio Network. So um, when we come back, we're going to be ready to talk about what's shaking and baking in the news. So right here on the TTT Radio Network, if you hear the sound of my voice, you know exactly what time it is. It's time for the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. That's what time it is. What's up, Brewster Zani? I see you out there. I see you there. Hey, by the way, I see some of those trivia questions coming in if you don't have the app you should download the app go download the app right away right away download the app and you can listen in and you can participate but let's listen to little stevie wonder and we come back we'll talk about what's shaking and baking in the news right here on the ttt radio network worldwide let's go What's up, Gina? I see you. 
stay in a Stevie Wonder mood for just a little bit, maybe for one more track. I love me some Stevie Wonder. And um, those of you who are just now tuning in on the app, you didn't get to hear this great track I played. So <laughs> you missed out is basically what, what happened here. So anyway, so I thought I would do what's shaking and baking in the news a little bit different than I normally do. Hey, hey, cuz my cuz is listening in. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Chaz, hey Chaz, download our app, man. Go to the um, go to your app store, your favorite app store, Google Play, or you can even go to um what is what's the other one there? The app store and just search for T T T R N. Three T's. T T T R N. Download the app. And you can listen at any time. My show's on is on um, Thursday nights at seven o'clock. So we go on for a half for an hour and a half. So yeah, it'd be great to have you ch- chime in, and I'd like to have you on the air sometime, my friend. All right. So I'm, I thought I would do the news just a little bit different just today, just to read some, uh, just a couple of snippets. What we do is we talk, we focus a little bit on what's happening locally, what's happening nationally, and also what's happening 
globally. And we named it that just because we like saying nationally, locally, and globally. We like saying it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Charles. Yeah, definitely download the app and uh, it's play music. it plays music 24-7, 365. So, and also on the app, you can find the... Um, Go into the staff page area and you can listen, listen to some of my past shows. Uh, just click on the, the link and you can go to Spotify. You can all of those different things. Anyway. Okay. So what I'm going to do that's different, I keep saying that, is I'm going to just randomly pick something and talk about it. And I'll, talk, I'll let you know if it's a national thing, local thing, or global thing. All right. So um, the, the first thing I'm going to talk about is a national thing and um, about uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. It was just released Wednesday or last week, I think it was, from the uh, Chicago facility uh, a month after he was ho- hospitalized for a breakthrough COVID-19 infection. So um, apparently he's doing OK. So we're glad that he's doing OK. We send our thoughts to him and um, his wife also was hospitalized and uh, I think she's doing okay as well. Um, it was a close call for her though because she was not vaccinated and so she ended up um, on oxygen support for a little while. So anyway, so that's that's good. Um, so that was nationally. Let's do a global. So did you hear about the, the, the earthquake in Melbourne, Australia? They got it just out of the blue. You know, I guess it's not something that they normally would get in Melbourne, but it was a magnitude 5.8 earthquake. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I mean, can you imagine what that would be like if all that you were sleeping and all of a sudden it was like a 5.8? And I don't think it lasts very long. You know, I think they last for maybe a, maybe a minute, if that long. So, ooh, that was that would be really scary. Let me know if any of you have been in, ever been in a uh, um an earthquake before. I remember talking to someone who said that they were in one. They said it was pretty scary. If you live out in California, you probably have experienced it. Uh, here's another another one that this is a lo- another national news. Uh, a, a gentleman by the name of uh, George Holiday um, from Los Angeles. He was a I don't know if you remember his name, but he was a plumber out there, and he's the guy that shot the grainy video of the police officers beating um, Rodney King in 1991. Remember that? Remember that? Every course, I mean, if you were of age to watch television, you remember the Rodney King video. But um, yeah, he died of COVID actually. Um, yeah, on Monday, so, uh, on Sunday. So uh, we send our thoughts out to him as well. This COVID thing is just, it's just, a, it's just crazy, man. You got to take care of business. You got to, you got to get, you got to take care of your family. You got to take care of yourself. And if you're not going to get the vaccine for whatever reason, maybe there's some reasons you can't, you can't do it, or you have some objections that because you have information that other people don't have, at least make sure you take the proper steps to protect everyone. Wear your masks, number one, Um, because if, 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 if you're around somebody who's vaccinated and they're, and they're positive and asymptomatic, um, they're not going to get sick, but you you could you could die from it. So it's it's just, it's that serious. So, um, anyways, uh, here's a local one. Um, the sheriff said no charges will be filed against a South Carolina father whose 20 month old boys, um, I guess they were twins, died from heat after he forgot to drop them off at daycare and left him in his vehicle because he was under intense pressure at work. Oh my goodness, oh man. Yeah. Wow. Yep. He, um, yeah. So he, yeah, he was just for, you know, he was just 
not focusing and he actually you know went to went to work and and uh, left them in the car and didn't didn't notice that they were there so that's a really sad story folks Here's another one. This is a global one. It says, um, Berlin, and German police say they have solved a burglary case at a kindergarten <laughs> after a storytelling gadget the, the, the burglar had swiped revealed his location. Yeah, it had like a GPS tracking device on it. <laughs> police said that the burglar, he stole a lot of different items uh, during the break-in at a kindergarten. I mean, okay, come on now. Who breaks into a kindergarten? You know what I'm saying? You seriously, dude? Uh, you know what? You broke into a kindergarten thing, right? Anyway, so he told, yeah, but he stole a laptop. He told, he stole picture books. He stole some fish. Uh, he stole some sticks. He stole some pasta. Um, he, okay, I think we know. Okay, this guy was not okay. So something was wrong. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody nobody breaks into a kindergarten and steals storybooks and picture books and things like that unless there's there's some stuff going on. Anyway, let's see. We got another global one here. Um, this one this one kind of caught me by surprise. I really don't know what to think about this. Um, this is in London. Britain's Court of Appeals ruled Friday that doctors can prescribe puberty blocking drugs to children under 16th without a parent's consent. Wow. What? what? Yeah. I mean, puberty blocking drugs. Yeah. I got to read up more on this. Why would you want to give them puberty blocking drugs? Is it because um, they're they're reaching puberty too too young? Is that it? See if you can look that up. They're going to give them puberty blocking drugs under the age of 16 without a parent's consent. Okay. Yeah, it delays puberty. Hmm. Hey, Annie Nelson. Wow. Hey, one of my favorite people. Boy, we sure we were just talking about you the other day, Annie. So uh, your ears were probably ringing. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. In about uh, six minutes or so, we're going to, uh, or less, we're going to be doing our trivia. So um, on Facebook, I posted the trivia. If you download the app, you can get the trivia questions. So um, it's going to be talking about fall and autumn this this trivia time. So and go do that. But I got one more, one more, a couple more things here. Let's say this is a national thing. Well, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, two more. Yeah, we're getting a lot of hurricanes, and uh, we've been we've been skating by. Nothing bad has hit us. We, um, but there's one that's brewing right off of the right out in the Atlantic. It's called Sam. So everybody, keep your eyes peeled. There. What's up, Bill? Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> Do I offer multiple camera views? No, Bill, I don't offer multiple camera views. This is all on my phone right now. I couldn't get the uh, OBS to work right, so. Um, it is what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. And the last one I got for you. Um, in Tokyo, this is a global one. Two Japanese sisters have been certified by the Guinness World's Record, World Records as the world's oldest living, oldest living identical twins. Wow. Let's give them a round of applause. Yeah, they reached, they're at age 107 years, 330 days. Yeah, when you get to that age, 
you're counting the days, especially when you're trying to break the Guinness's world record. So, all right. So that's it for the news. What I'm going to do is put a track on. We're going to play a little Stevie Wonder. And then when we come back, we will be ready for trivia. So don't go no place. I got the music all queued up, ready to go. For those of you who are listening on the app, you'll get to hear Stevie Wonder. For those of you who are hanging out with me here on Facebook, well, you're just going to have to talk to me. That's what you're going to have to do. Don't go no place. You're listening to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide, and I'm your boy, DJ Professor Lee, right here. Let's go. up a neater i see you ah there's joe what's up joe hey annie i don't know how to bring you into the video <laughs> i'm afraid i'm gonna mess something up we'll have to try it sometime we'll have to practice it annie So, uh, again, you're listening to uh, little Stevie Wonder. Uh, it's no wonder you're listening to Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is like one of our favorites, right? <laughs> Let me just mute this here. Yeah. Hold that. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just messing around here. I want to make sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for the tip. So we're, we are now ready for our trivia. So let's get ready. Let's get ready, 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 ready. So the way this works is, especially for those of you, this is your first time, 
I read the trivia questions to you. And what you do basically is, oops, you go out and you look up the, the, the answers and you share the answers with us or you just keep the answers to yourself. And then basically we, we see how smart you are. See if you are smarter than you need to be. And I see we do have some pretty smart people here. I usually read the first, the first four and then I give you a bonus one, which I do not post. And then you guys go out and you look it up. And the whole idea is to see if you can find the information as quickly as possible. We live in hurricane country down here. So when, when we have to evacuate or if that comes around, we have to be able to find information and we have to be able to find that information very, very quickly, right? So we want to make sure that we know how to use our smart devices. So you got a smartphone, you got a smart tablet, you got a smart computer, maybe you got a smart neighbor next door. I got a couple of smart neighbors over there. <laughs> um, so we want you to practice and that's what you do here on the TTT Radio Network with all this information. All right, so here's the first one. What is the name of the day that marks the beginning of fall? All right, go get to looking up that. What, what is the name of the day that marks the beginning of fall? I'll give you a couple of seconds to look it up. Not too long. Go out and look it up. I see we got a bunch of people who are smart, smarter than they need to be. And they're looking it up. They've got it going. Right. Yeah. So what is the name of the day that marks the beginning of fall? Let's see if we got some people who Rob Brewster's auntie. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Neighbor John, look at that. Oh my goodness. Wow. My goodness. Deb Murray. I don't know if Deb Murray is still listening in. Deb Murray's Jazzy Cat. Yeah, we got some pretty <laughs> We got some pretty smart people here on the TTT Radio Network. The answer, everybody, is autumn. That's right. The aut autumnal equinox. Yeah, Gina's messing with me again. I know it's the autumnal, autumnal equinox, but I just say it's the autumn equinox. It's the fall equinox, okay? Okay, all right. Oh, messing with me with all of these weird names and things to say and whatnot. Anyway. All right. So we do number two. All right. Which country originated the tradition of Oktoberfest? Which country originated <laughs> the tradition of Oktoberfest? Hmm. That's interesting. Wow, while you're looking that one up, Gina just gave us an update. Uh, it says, uh, puberty-blocking drugs are for kids who don't identify as the gender they were born as. Oh, okay. Thanks for that information there, Gina. I did not know that. See? Learn something all the time. So, yeah, thanks for the information, Bill. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Let's, so let's see what we got here. Which country originated the tradition of Oktoberfest? And the answer is Germany. That's right. Germany started Oktoberfest. I think most people probably knew that. 
But did you know that uh, Oktoberfest in Germany was canceled in 2020? And guess what, folks? They're going to cancel it again in 2021. That is, um, you know, that's... Uh, Say what? Yeah, I mean, it's just... We just people just have no idea how this thing is just kicking our butts as a as a species, I guess is what I would say. All right, let's do number three. What is the name of the green pigment that leaves lose in autumn? Right? You know how you go outside and you see leaves and the leaves are green and then they turn from green to a little bit yellow, then they turn from yellow to orange, then they turn brown. What is what is the green pigment that leaves lose in autumn? Okay, get to looking. We'll give you a chance to look that up. See if you can find the answer to that one. Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. Yeah, neighbor John. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Deb, Deb Murray. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, I see fast fingers. All right. So the answer, the answer is chlorophyll. That's right. Except Gina spelled chlorophyll wrong. Um, oh, that's the phonetic spelling. Oh, that's, oh, I see what that's saying. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Gina. Gina is Gina Strovers is our program producer and she's the one that gets all this crazy stuff for us to make sure that we stay smart. That's right. For those of you who this is your first time listening in, you don't know what this smart thing is all about. It's like, what do you mean smart? You keep saying smart, like S-M-A-A-T or smarter, S-M-A-A-T-A, smarter than you have to be, smarter than you need to be. Yeah, it's all, it's all about being smart, having access to information and then being able to use it. And no greater, no greater example of that is when Michael and the Godfather, remember the Godfather? Did you ever watch that? And Michael uh, got on the wrongs, not, he got really angry at Fredo. Remember Fredo? Fredo was the older brother and Michael was like fed up with him. And, and Fredo knew he was in a lot of trouble. This is what Fredo said to try to to try to sway Michael into thinking that maybe he deserved more respect. Fredo said this. Smart and I want respect. Yeah, he said that like that. If you have to say I'm smart and I want respect, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, yeah, anybody that says that, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's not going to work out well for them. I don't I don't think you know you know what I'm saying. So anyway, so what is the name of the pigment green? What is the name of the green pigment that leaves lose during autumn? That's called chlorophyll. All right. What is the name of the full moon that happens closest to the first day of fall? What is the name for the full moon that happens closest to the first day of fall? Okay, get to looking. We give you just a couple of minutes to so go ahead and look at that. So go ahead and look that up. Yeah, I see a lot of lot of lot of good answers coming in. Smart people, smart individuals. I have to say, I did know a lot of these. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
It's called, that's right, it's called the Harvest Moon. It's called the Harvest Moon. Yeah, that's the name of the full moon that happens closest to the first day of fall. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you number five, right? So number five is a bonus, right? It's a bonus one. And uh, I will um, actually read it to you now. And then I will let it let a track play, and I'll give you a couple of minutes. Well, yeah, a couple, just a couple of minutes. Go out and look it up, and then when you come back, we'll tell you what the answer is to number five. Okay, and I might give ask you to look up a couple of other things too while you're at it, just so you get practice using that smart device that you have sitting there in front of you. All right, here we go. This is your bonus. Which U.S. state holds the record? for the world's largest corn maze. Okay? Which U.S. state holds the world record for the largest corn maze? You know, like in like Halloween, kids go out into the cornfield and they make a, they make a, well, no, that's a, that's a, that's a horror movie, wasn't it? Isn't that a horror movie where the kids, <laughs> wasn't that called Children of the Corn or something like that, where they come out of the corn? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about they, actually, they actually set it up so the adults can do it too. So which state holds the record for the world's largest corn maze, all right? And I also want you to look up whether or not anybody was ever killed in a, in a corn maze, all right? So look up what, what state holds the largest corn maze, and has anybody ever been killed in a corn maze? Go ahead and look that up. And while you're looking, you can listen to some music here. So, all right, here we go. right you're listening to the ttt radio network worldwide
So hopefully, hopefully you went out and you looked up those, uh, that number five trivia question. Um, let's see. Let's see if we got anybody. Oh. It says, look like, what? Well, I'm not sure where the music. It said my video stream might have gotten blocked because it looks like it contains live music. I was really being pretty careful. Huh. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe it, it gets cut off. But um, anyway. <laughs> All right. So bonus. Which U.S. state holds the record for the world's largest corn maze? And the answer is... Uh, <laughs> I see we got a lot of, a lot of different answers coming in. The answer is California, California. That's right. That's right. Wow. I got a message from Facebook saying that my video may be blocked because it looks like I'm playing music. Did any of you hear any music? If you're on Facebook, I'm going to have to go back and listen. At one point, I think I might have hit a button and just a little bit of something came through, but it's kind of kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. Man, we'll see. <coughs> yeah, and also, um, <laughs> the, it's in California, and, and the name of that corn maze is called Pump the, the Patch Pumpkin. And it's in Dixon, California. That's right. And this thing, this thing is sixty acres. For, I'm talking of sixty acres. Hey, sixty acres of corn mazes. Can you can can you can you imagine that? Are you serious? No, at sixty acres. Let let that sink in for a second. All right, kids, uh, going out and play in the in the corn patch there for a little while, right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Where are the kids? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So it turns out it's common for people to get lost in the in the corn mazes. I'm I'm serious. People go out in those in those mazes, especially one like that, and they literally have to call nine one one. I'm serious. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it'll be a long time before I ever go out into a sixty acre maze even with a gps right because apparently how's it going to help you out maybe if you had like a a satellite you know global positioning or something like that so man i'm running a little bit behind here so 
And the question was, has anybody ever died in a corn maze? And it turns out in October of 2014, an 18-year-old Washington man was dressed in a zombie costume. And he was killed in in a freak accident during a stunt in an Idaho corn maze. And it turns out, you know, people were riding through on this bus and they had paint guns. And, you know, part of the fun of being on the bus was that you're going to be riding through this corn maze and uh, different things would come out of the corn maze and you use your your paint gun to shoot the zombies. So apparently um, it was traveling really slow. And of course, you know, these cornfields, they're not like, it's not like driving on a, on a, on a regular highway. So um, it, it actually ran over this guy. He must've fallen and nobody even noticed that he had actually gotten run over because of all of the, 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 the hubbub that was going on. And it wasn't until after the bus had moved on and people were reloading that they realized this this guy was, you know, not participating anymore. So, man, that's uh, that's really, really, really sad. So, yeah, so I guess the stay out of the corn mazes is what I'm saying. You know, so not for me. Anyways, uh, we're running a little behind here, but uh, we're going to catch up. We're going to talk about uh, myths about sleep. So we're going to put on a track for just a little bit while I get ready, get situated. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about myths about sleeping. Right. Man, oh man. So get ready right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. Be back in about a minute and a half. TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And I'm DJ Professor Lee. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing a couple of things here in the studio. I enjoy what I'm doing, by the way. So if you, just in case you haven't figured it out, it's a lot of fun for me. I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I like uh, entertaining people. I, I like talking. 
I'm not an extrovert, by the way. I just, but I just, for some reason, I just, I don't know, I just do it. But anyway, so we're talking about our TTT moment is about sleep. So usually when we do the TTT moment, we, we focus on something um, specific, like uh, sometimes it's an, it's an actual artist. It's a group or it's a band, um, a local band, or it's um, an actor or something like that. And then we decided to mix it up a little bit and maybe just focus on some general topics. Um, two weeks ago, we did uh, one on, uh, I think it was Poison Ivy. Then we, oh no, two weeks we did, we did one on Redhead. And then last week, we did one on Poison Ivies. And this week, we're talking myths about sleep. All right. So here's, so I've got a few of them here that Gina gave me. So here's the first myth. Um, it doesn't matter what time of day you sleep. Okay. Right? Does it? And most people think of well, you go to sleep at night. But it turns out, although sleeping during the day is better than no sleep at all, it's technically not ideal. Right? For instance, um, night shift workers who typically get less sleep and have lower sleep quality than, than say day workers are at a higher risk for depression, diabetes, breast cancer, and all cause and all these cause mortality. So. Uh, yeah, there's something to it, you know, getting sleep during a normal cycle seems to be a lot healthier if you can do it. So I suppose everything in moderation, right? I mean, if you have to work late shifts because that's what you, you know, that's your job, then I suppose you do it for a number of years and then, you know, maybe try to get onto a different shift. I'm just wondering though, maybe some people's biological clock is just, just the opposite. They just don't don't uh, they, they function better at night <laughs> so they sleep during the day all right so here's another one uh, myth number two um so you're sleeping right it's time to get up and then you hit that snooze button right all <laughs> uh, right yeah i mean doesn't that feel good you hit that snooze button it's like you're the controller of your of your universe but turns out that sleep disruption disruptions are not so good they're not boy they're Say it ain't, man. If I get disrupted, I'm a really sound sleeper. I mean, once I'm out, I am out. But if I get awakened or awoken or shook, it's hard for me to fall back to sleep after, you know, waking from a deep sleep. So um, fragmentations of sleep caused by the snooze functions are linked to reduced mental flexibility and decreased subjective mood, meaning, you know, like you're going to be like real focused on things that you shouldn't be focused on instead of being a little bit more easygoing. Uh, you're better off setting the alarm for the exact time you need to get up instead of breaking your sleep by snoozing between alarms. Oh, man, they take all the fun out of it, right? I mean, snoozing, hitting that snooze button is a lot of, like a lot of fun. <laughs> How many of you have hit the snooze button so many times that the snooze timer literally runs out? You ever had that happen? <laughs> I have. So, all right, here's another one. Uh, here's a myth that, you, that your brain adapts so that it can function just, um, just as well. Uh, with, with with less sleep, right? Is, is that true that your brain actually gets to the point where, you know, it just adapts, you know, if you can, if you only get like a few hours sleep a night, eventually your brain says, oh, that's all you need. So, <laughs> well, it turns out that, um, you know, you can get used to less sleep um, because your circadian rhythm will adjust a little bit, but uh Continued lack of sleep poses a health risk. So, um, you know, people whose sleep is restricted 
do report that their feeling of sleepiness uh, wears wears off over time, but uh, their inability to stay awake increases. Right? So no, your body keeps calling for more sleep, even though you might be able to stay awake longer. So that's a myth that your brain adapts. It doesn't. A little bit. Your, your rhythm adapts, but your brain doesn't. Being bored makes you sleepy. That's This is a myth number four. Being bored makes you sleepy. Is that true? Okay. <laughs> well, it turns out listening to a boring lecture won't put you to sleep on its own. Um, instead, boredom may be more readily, you know, uh, it, it may be sleep, more unmasked sleep deprivation, right? So... Um, just being bored doesn't make you sleepy, folks. You know, so. But you know, we've all been there, right? You're sitting around, you're listening to that lecture, and the person just goes on and on and on, or that talk or that sermon or whatever it happens to be. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm talking about. Myth number five. It says, um, exercise at night disturbs your sleep. Hmm. The rationale that... And so here's a fact, the rationale that's, that exercise before bed will kind of get you amped up, you know, so that you can't sleep. It's not true. They've, they've done some research and they've shown that it has no adverse effect of uh, sleep, you know, at night. In fact, um, it's just the opposite. Exercise and sleep can be mutually beneficial. So there you go. Uh-huh. See? So go out and go for a nice brisk walk with get some nice fresh air just before you go to bed. That's probably a good thing, you know. That actually makes sense to me. Number six, falling asleep anytime or anywhere is a sign of a good sleeper, right? I used to think that's true. That's not true. Turns out being able to sleep on a clothesline. <laughs> I guess that's what they call it if people can sleep anywhere can actually be a sign of sleep deprivation. So in other words, people who are just falling asleep anywhere, um, that may be the fact that they're not really not sleeping all that well. You know, they may have like sleep apnea or some other issues. So, oh man. I, you know, and of course, you know, that can affect you. If you don't sleep well and, you know, you're driving, it can affect you. You're driving, you know, a lot of people have fallen asleep at the wheel. But I, you know, see, I don't know, man. I think some people can fall asleep in places that other people can. I think I'm one of those one of those people. I sleep well at night. I really do. But I can sleep on a plane. Uh, I can sleep at the beach. Um, as long as I can get comfortable, I can pretty much sleep as long as I feel safe wherever it is that I am. So, you know, maybe that's a state of mind, I guess. So. Okay, here's another one. Um, a myth that some adults only need five or few hours of sleep per night. Hmm. So this was not true. So it turns out the fact is that um, habitual insufficient sleep can lead to metabolic, mental health, and immunological health consequences. So, so even though people, <laughs> although there are people who really only need a little bit of sleep, they call them the short sleep phenotype, phenotype, um, there's people who can sleep with less than five hours a night. Most adults need to get somewhere between seven to nine hours of sleep a night. So, oh man, that's not me. I can tell you that. Definitely I could use but more sleep. So, oh boy. Anyways, here's number eight. We got a couple more. We got 10 of them, I think. We got 10, you got 10. So here's number eight. The more sleep, the better. So, fact, although extra sleep 
is um, is a good idea and you definitely will benefit it from extra sleep if you're recovering from sleep loss. Um, basically, you're healing from sleep loss. <laughs> um, the jury's still out on um, the effects of long sleep, you know, whether it helps you become more healthy or keeps you healthy or live longer. So... Now, you might look at children and, you know, you say, well, kids sleep all a long time and they're, they, you know, for the most part, they're pretty healthy. Well, it's true. Children seem to need more sleep for their behavioral development, but that's because their brains are developing. You ever try to keep a piece of information in your brain lately? <laughs> you don't need as much sleep as a kid, probably, you know, so it all makes sense. Anyways, here's number nine. As you get older, the more you sleep. That's number nine. It says, the fact is, though, the duration of sleep varies greatly during the course of a lifetime. Instead of getting more sleep, older adults actually tend to sleep less. And sometimes that may have to do with their health conditions, of course. Um, But it doesn't mean that older adults need less sleep. It's just that they get less sleep. And here is number ten. One night of sleep deprivation poses enduring health consequences. So the fact is that the effect of one night of sleep deprivations are only short term, such as um, lapses in attention and, you know, other cognitive things that you might have to do. So it can also raise your blood pressure. So if you have high blood pressure and you don't sleep well, they may go hand in hand. So um, also cognitive and psychological performance returns to normal following sleep recovery. So, um, yeah, sleep can be what can be the be the thing that heals you if you if you notice that you're having some some issues there, folks. So, so I hope you enjoyed those. I hope those were helpful. I hope you understand sleep a little bit better. That was our TTT moment. I kind of like the format there, Gina. So, uh, so thank you, thank you very much. Here's a track that I'm going to play for you. Um, this is. Um, Let's see, did I play this one already? No. All right, here's Slick by Eric Darius. So let's uh, let's play this and then when we come back, we'll talk about birthdays right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. Let's go, everybody.
Slick by Darius, right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And uh, let's see. Hmm. Just checking here. Yeah, so what I'm doing is I, I, uh, I just make sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be. And it is. So I'm happy. So we're, we're talking about birthdays now. So if you have a birthday or you know somebody that has a birthday and you want us to give them a little shout out, um, just let me know and we'll give them a shout out on the air. But in the meantime, born on this day in 1959 was Jason Alexander. And uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, September 23rd and he was born in 1959. And he's... Um, <laughs> He's got some serious Broadway chops. This guy, Jason Alexander, I don't know if you know who he is, but anyways, he won a Tony Award for Best Leading Actor in 1989 for his role in the musical Jerome Robbins Broadway. Um, uh, and despite all that success on stage, he's probably best known for his on-screen role as George Costanza in the beloved sitcom Seinfeld. He was also nominated for seven Emmys while playing this role. Um, but he ended up losing each time, mainly to his co-star, um, <laughs> Michael Richards, who played the eccentric Cosmo Kramer. So, but fortunately, Jason Alexander had a far less controversial career after Seinfeld wrapped, um, from appearing in multiple other sitcoms to lending his voice to an animated gargoyle in Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, to even playing Colonel Sanders in several KFC commercials in the early 2000s. So, happy birthday, Jason Alexander. So. Happy birthday! Also born on this day in 1978 is Anthony Mackie, um, best known for uh, his for acting, and his debut was um, in Eight Mile, the semi-biographical film about rapper Eminem. Um, he also gained success a few years later with roles in The Hurt Locker, Notorious, and The Adjustment Bureau. So you might remember that. That was Anthony Mack Mackey. But it wasn't until 2014 that Mackey really gained a mainstream audience with his role as Sam Wilson or comic book hero, the Falcon in the movie Captain America, The Winter Soldier. So, and he's been playing this role ever since in multiple Marvel movies and even a spinoff show on Disney called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So after this show wrapped, Disney announced that a fourth Captain America movie in which Mackie would take up the title role. So he's still going to be continuing on it. So, so according to his uh, several of his co-stars, Mackie will often jokingly... <laughs> oh man, I thought I hit the wrong button here, man this year tell director to cut the check after he feels he has performed the scene well and with his new announcement from disney it seems like those checks may be getting more substantial in the future so happy birthday anthony mackie happy birthday yep, happy yep. birthday pool yeah happy birthday happy to all y'all Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a quick little song for you guys. Happy birthday. And then we're going to come back. I'm going to talk about what happened on this day in history. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. 
happy birthday, Kat. Today's your birthday. Oh my goodness, I missed that. Happy birthday. We'll have to give you a big happy birthday as soon as this track finishes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that it was Cat's uh, birthday today. My goodness. Woohoo. We have to give her a big round of applause. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I've got to give you a big one. All for you, Cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So, I hope you have a hope you had a good one. So, all right. So, um, what happened on this day in history? So, on this day in history, let me just put this on for you guys. We have some people listening in. Got another track for you. The yeah, the truth hurts. Oh, I know. So again, in 1944, in this date, uh, FDR defends pet dog during a speech. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> and if you've been following politics for at any period of time, there's no shortage of smear campaigns. And uh, turns out uh, President Franklin Lee Roosevelt and his Scottish Terrier Fala found themselves in the center of one of these strange conflicts. Members of his opposition in the Republican Party had allegedly circulated a story in which FDR left his dog behind after visiting the Aleutian Islands. <laughs> the story went on to claim that after he realized this, uh, the president used a naval destroyer to retrieve Fala, an action that would have cost the taxpayers around $20 million. Wow. And anyways, it was on this day during a speech to the International Brotherhood of Teamsters Union that FDR decided to clear the air, claiming that even though his family had been subject to the malicious falsehoods before, he drew the line at people attacking his dog. All right, there you go. Round of applause. Also on this... Uh, <laughs> also on this day in history... Again, which is September 23rd. In 1848, uh, <laughs> there was the planet Neptune was discovered. That's right. In Germany, by a French astronomer, Urbain Le Verrier and um, Johann Galle. Both worked together to discover the eighth planet in our solar system on this day in 1846. Le Verrier noticed an inconsistency in the gravitational pull of the Uranus, and, which is the next closest planet, and not only deduced that there must be another planet, but also mathematically calculated its approximate location. So anyways, using this kind of geeky information, Gali was able to find the planet that very same night using the Berlin Observatory. I mean, these dudes were like... Hey, what? Yeah, planet geeks, man. I mean... Noticed a gravitational pull by looking through his telescope. This planet, <laughs> Neptune, is so far away from the sun that it takes 100 
and 65 years to complete one orbit around the sun. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it wouldn't be until 1989, 143 years after the planets discovered that a human spacecraft, the Voyager, would visit the bluegrass giant. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Anyway, amazing facts. So everybody, when we come back, let's, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about holidays. And uh, I want you to see if you can find any weird American holidays out there. Just let us know right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm DJ Professor Lee. back with you man i'm still trying to wrap my brain around that whole neptune thing man <laughs> that they were that they were able to go out and find that information way back in the day that, that, that they were able to figure that all out in 1846 that's pretty amazing well anyway but did you know today is a holiday for it's a great america it's great american pot pie day let's see if anybody <laughs> oh man Wow! Oh, you know, I, I forgot to check the ca the uh, the chat page. I'm looking here, and it was it was today was uh, Ray Charles and Bruce Springsteen's birthday. Wow! I didn't see that. I was over on the other page, and I forgot to. Happy birthday! Forgot to check that. Okay, 
And so, yeah, I see Bruce Rizzani got a few uh, other holidays. But uh, the holiday that, that uh, Gina gave me today was uh, a great American pot pie day. <laughs> yeah, great American pot Say pie. What? Yeah, great American pot pie day. Yeah. So uh, you remember last week, uh, we, we, uh, we, we talked about a lot of different things in the week before. Then we, we, you know, yesterday was the beginning of, 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 of fall, basically, right? Uh, you're not going to catch me on that, Gina. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's fall. It start fall started. Anyway. What better way to celebrate um, dropping the temperature than with a nice pot pie? You like pot pie? Oh, man. Uh, you know, we normally think of pot pies as being, yeah, as pies as being sweet and fruit filled, you know, but um, yeah, that's all. It can be all of that. But pot pies can also be, you know, uh, like, you know, like filled with chicken and beef and vegetables and they can have like a, like a baked flaky crust. Oh man, I'm getting hungry. Oh man. Uh, anyways, a frozen food company, um, Marie Callender's, created this holiday in 2002. So, uh, hey, listen, celebrate today by going out and getting yourself a nice pot pie. You heard it here first on the TTT Radio Network. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about some amazing, crazy facts. You're going to want to hear this, folks. You're not going to believe some of this stuff. Here we go. Yeah, I forgot to mention Bruce Rizzani. She mentioned that uh, it's National Dogs and Politics Day. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, man. Bo Obama. Yeah, go Bo Obama. It's also Celebrate Bisexuality Day. Yeah. Thank you. Thunk that it's Energize Day. And it's also International Day of Sign Languages. Woohoo! Maybe if you treat me right, you won't have to worry. Is this a relationship? Get this. It's also National Checkers Day, Restless Legs Day, Awareness Day, and Remember Me Thursday. So thank you for all of those holidays. I didn't know all those holidays existed. 
man, oh man. So that was really, really good. Really, uh, I learned something. Man, can you imagine it? It's uh, National Checkers Day. National Restless Legs Awareness Day. Wow. Anyways, it's time for some crazy facts, folks. I, but we got some crazy ones. I'm telling you, we got some crazy ones. Anyways, here we Did you know that the Hulk, you know, the, the, the uh, fictional comic character, the Hulk, um, was originally supposed to have gray skin? Did you, did you know that? I didn't know that. Hey, what? Yeah, it was supposed to have gray skin. But <clears throat> the colorist had a hard time getting the correct hue on the page without it having it, you know, without having a green tint. Anyway, so the comic creator, Stan Lee, loved the change. And ever since, the character's been, <laughs> he's been green. Yeah, so he, he actually, that, he, so. Say that again, sorry. He, the, the, the Hulk was supposed to be gray. That's what, you know, the Hulk is green. But the reason he's green is because the colorist couldn't get the gray tint right. It always looked green. But the creator, the comic creator, Stan Lee, he liked the green. So, yeah. So, hey, so we got the green. I think green works better, don't you? I mean, I can picture him as gray, but green works better. Here's another one. These are crazy, crazy amazing facts. In the island town of Mackinac, Michigan, citizens in the 1890s were wary about the inventor, the invention of cars. You know, they were afraid. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, who's that? Oh. <laughs> Enjoying Jennifer Hudson on TTT Radio. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the yeah the the town of Mackinac, Michigan, citizens in the 1890s were wary about the invention of cars, so cars were banned in favor of horse-drawn carriages. The ban, believe it or not, was never repeated. Uh, I think El Bori might have mentioned something about something like this on one of his shows, because he does like uh, crazy laws on his show. And believe it or not, to th this day, horse-drawn buggies are still the primary means of transportation in, 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 that, in that town. You say? Yeah, yeah, you cannot drive a car. You have to drive, you have to, you have to have a horse-drawn buggy in that in Holy town. Holy moly! That's right, yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> Also, here's another crazy fact. In 2015, comedian Larry David did an imp impression of Bernie Sanders on Saturday Night Live. Two years later, a PBS show on Ancestry found that the two are either third or fourth cousins. Are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> Turns out they're actually related to each other. What, are you joking me? No, they are related to each other. <laughs> Larry David and Bernie Sanders are related. Third or fourth cousins. That's pretty close. Also, um, when he was six years old, Donnie Dun Dunnigan voiced Bambi. I don't know if you know who Donnie Dunnigan is, but when he was six years old, he was the voice of Bambi. Uh, the interesting thing is, he would later grow up to join the Marines and uh, become the youngest drill instructor in U.S. Marine history. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he went from Bambi to drill instructor. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Get he, real. Yeah, he did. Uh, maybe he had to he had to overcome that image of being Bambi, so they became a Marine. Yeah. So. Anyways, here's my last one, and then we're going to call it quits, folks. 
Did you know, because we talked about sleep earlier, that was our TTT moment. Did you know that there are many words that you've probably never heard of in relationship to sleep? Right? Many different descriptions. <laughs> Did you know that there is a word or a term, it's called somniphobia? Yeah, somniphobia, which is the fear of falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fear of falling asleep. It just sounds cuckoo. I mean, people who have that fear, they're not cuckoo, but the word sounds cuckoo. Here's another one. Onareophobia. Onareophobia is the fear of nightmares. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's the fear of nightmares in dreams or dreams even. So the person doesn't want to go to sleep because they have afraid. They're afraid they're going to have a nightmare, or they're afraid they're going to have a they're a dream. So, anyways, here's another one. It's called um, clinomania. 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 It's the irresistible urge to stay cozy in bed all day. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. There's an actual diagnosis. Clinomania is an urge to stay in bed, cozy all day. I got one more. It's called Dysania. Dysania. <laughs> Dysania. It's the word for a feeling you get when you've just woken up and really don't want to get out of bed, right? It's called Dysania. You're joking, right? No, no. There's, a, there's an actual name for it. So, I don't know. Can you imagine? And You know, you're like... Um, you know, it's it's time to get up. It's, it's it's like one of those. It's a Saturday morning, man. You know, and you're sleeping, right? You know, and you're trying to get up. You know, and you look over and you look. You come downstairs, and there's people sitting there all night long, and they had they, they were afraid to go to sleep. And you now know what it is, right? <laughs> you can say, oh, I guess you had a case of somnophobia <laughs> last night, huh? And then they'll say to you, "Well, well, yeah, man, I, 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 I was, you know, it was arena phobia because I, was, I don't mind having a nightmare or something, you know. So I stayed up, stayed up. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go back to bed because I want to be in bed all day. It's nice and cozy there, you know. So I'm gonna stay in the bed all day. I don't know. Well, how, uh, well, how about you? Well, no, nah, I don't. I, I, I don't want to wake up because if I wake up, then I might, you know, I might have a, you know, I, I don't want to wake up and have a, you know, what do you call it, dysaniophobia? I don't know. That's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, folks. This was a crazy night. Oh man, that's it. I'm out of time here, man. I got I got to get out of here. I had a good night. I had a good time with you all. I tried a lot of different things here tonight and some things work really well. I learned some things and some things didn't work so well. So now I know what to do better and different. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. That's it for me. I am out of here. I got to go. See you later. Have a good one. Say good night, everybody. Night. Good night. Good night, girl. I'll see you tomorrow. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see ya. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, ladies. Good night. Have a good night. No, that'll be all. Just be sure to lock the door behind you on your way out. Good night. Good night, everybody. Have a good one.